there is a storytelling podcast that I listened to that presented me with this scene. Two characters, Taco and Merle, are trying to make their way through a secret hallway in an attempt to uncover a big secret that lies at the end. Having snuck their way into the hall's entrance, they glance around and they find it empty. So they begin to enter it, and suddenly they find themselves trapped in a nightmare situation. They're sinking in quicksand and everything that they try to gather from their own belongings to help themselves disappear in their hands. As both of them are panicking and sinking, about to be pulled underneath the deadly quicksand, Taco has a moment of realization that this can't be true. The hallway didn't have quicksand in it before they stepped in. These items can't be disappearing like this. And boom, the quicksand is gone and he is back in the original plain hallway. It had been a magical illusion, a trick of the mind. Merle, however, with no such realization, is still trapped in the illusion, writhing on the ground and completely convinced of his grim fate. The illusion, you see, holds power over a person until the time that they can fully recognize it's not real, at which point it disappears. So when Taco looks down at Merle in pain, he shouts to him, it's not real. And as Merle hears that, and it registers, suddenly they are both in a quicksand-free hallway, physically safe and unassailed, now aware of what is true. The illusion told a story that was believed, and the belief of the story shaped the experience of the world that these two characters were having. But when a different story, one that was based on truth, came and interrupted the first, the world was reshaped and seen with fresh eyes. I've thought about this part of the story a lot since I first heard it, because I find it a very fitting analogy for so many things in our lives. There are so many ways where we can find ourselves deceived by illusions, in need of a truth that can set us free. A few examples. The illusion that I myself am better than others sells me a story where I'm never wrong and I'm always justified based on my own good intentions. The illusion that privilege sells us is a false story that we all have had equal opportunity to achieve and earn the things that we have, and those with less just need to work harder. The illusion that capitalist success sells us is a false story that we will be happy if we just get more, achieve more, or have more at our disposal. Now, as each of these examples has grown in scale and scope, let us arrive at the biggest one of all. The illusion that sin sells us is a false story where we can find wholeness apart from our Creator. We'll return to that thought in just a moment. With each illusion that we are presented with, we have the potential to seek deeply into it, just like quicksand. 
But if we can access the key to the truth, the illusion can be dispelled and we can find ourselves seeing clearly and more fully than ever before. Because the reality is that I am not better than anyone. And even when my intentions are good, I can be wrong. And I need to find ways to set aside my pride and actively repair those wrongs. The reality is that because of the brokenness in our world, not everyone has access to the same opportunities in life. And those with privileges need to work to recognize them and elevate those around them in humility. And the reality is that no matter how much we possess or achieve, we cannot buy happiness. And happiness isn't even the ultimate goal of our lives, no matter what capitalism sells us. These are illusions needing to be dispelled in many of our lives, in my life. The overarching Christian story is one of being born into the truth of God's creation, where everything was made and designed by a loving creator who looked upon and dwelt among it and declared it good. But sin came in the form of the idea that we could thrive apart from God and that harmonious connectivity that we had with God was broken. And thus the illusion of wholeness apart from our creator materialized around us. It changed our view, shaped our experience of reality, our experience of God. Throughout the stories of the Old Testament, we find accounts of God at work among us to reconcile us back to him, to repair that brokenness through covenants, sacrifices, prophets, kings, and judges, God sought to bring us back into right relationship. But every time he managed to do it, the illusion of human wholeness apart from God clouded our vision. We sank into that quicksand. And unlike the story I opened with, we seemed to manage to see the truth, to, to pull ourselves up and out of the quicksand occasionally, only to dip back under. A kind of tug-of-war ensued between our willingness to hear and see the truth of our wholeness that is found only in being reconciled to our Creator, and our desire to try and find this illusory wholeness apart from God. We can look throughout our scriptures and find glimpses of that tug-of-war. Abraham covenants with God and then doubts God's promise of children. Israel is delivered from slavery in Egypt after miracle after miracle, but quickly turns to making and worshiping idols while Moses is on the mountain speaking with God. And this pattern goes on. It can be discouraging, can't it? To realize that the truth was so obvious that we had these moments of genuine realization and witnessed the goodness of God. 
but then that truth would become clouded over and we would fall for the illusion. I certainly find it discouraging to read through. But that discouragement, it is also an illusion that can be countered with the truth that also shines through these stories. That even though we fell for the illusion again and again, God persisted. One glimpse of this persistence comes in the text that will guide our next five weeks of sermon series to follow Easter. We read it today, Psalm 103, verses 1 to 5. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and do not forget all of his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good as long as you live, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. In here, we see a moment where the psalmist recognizes and proclaims some of the trueness of God, that God is active and involved in our life And we see that evidence through forgiveness, healing, redemption, and restoration to God's loving kindness. And while we can hold these truths in our sights, the illusion of self-sufficiency fades away. And we see God and what it looks like to be made whole in God. And it is absolutely beautiful. And so we see this pattern in humanity, the tug of war of knowing the truth of God, but then sinking into the quicksand of illusion. No matter how many times we seem to access the truth, it doesn't seem to be able to fully dispel the illusion. In the end, it seems that God needed a truth so powerful, so undeniable, that the illusion would be dispelled and reconciliation could be permanent. And so God brings us that in a most unthinkable way. God becomes human in Jesus, is born to this earth to tell us the truth, that we are not meant to be under the illusion of our own self-sufficiency, but to live in the truth and freedom of the goodness of our creation, living once again in harmony with God, Creator dwelling among the created, making us whole. Though Christ's, through Christ's life, death, and resurrection, we access that powerful truth. This is the story of truth that we heard this past week as we celebrated Easter. Christ comes to dwell among us and shows us what it looks like to be forgiven, healed, redeemed and restored to be made whole in God. The truth ushered in by Christ is then distributed to each and every one of us through the work of the Spirit, dwelling once more among us, inside of us, as the work of restoration continues. From that vantage point, we get the privilege of looking at texts like Psalm 103 with fresh eyes, 
though it was written before Christ, we see Christ in the words. Christ brings about the forgiveness of sins. Christ heals us in body, mind, and soul. Christ redeems our lives and gives us purpose. Christ restores us to wholeness, to participate in God's kingdom here on earth. In this way, Christ brings light and permanence to all the truths discovered through the story of God and humanity. The glimpses we get in God's willingness to covenant, God's desire to meet Moses on the mountain, to work through the imperfections of David, to rebuild Jerusalem through Nehemiah, to speak through the mouth of Deborah, to reveal God's self through the poetry of the Psalms. They all are granted that much more power through the lens of Christ the Savior, the ultimate truth. The good news of the resurrection is that we no longer need to be blinded by illusions, no longer sinking in quicksand. Through Christ, we discover a truth so powerful, so lovely, and so compelling that we get the chance to be able to see clearly and to be made whole. It is my prayer this morning that all who hear the truth can step into it with freedom and joy to be forgiven, healed, redeemed, and restored through Christ, all to be made whole in the presence of our loving Creator. To that, I say, bless the Lord, O my soul. Amos. Thank you for listening to this message from Fort Gary MB Church. We hope that what you heard challenged you to think in new ways about Jesus Christ and the life that we are called to through his death and resurrection. If you have any questions about who we are as a church, our mission, or have any other questions in general, please do not hesitate to contact our office email at info at fgmb.ca. Be blessed.